right, let's check in on this holiday Monday morning with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi, and happy Victoria Day from Victoria, where some of us are so vain, we think the day is named after us. <laughs> you know what? That would be a good question to go out and ask people back in the day when you would do those things on television news. Uh, what do you think Victoria Day is named after? And see what people would actually come up with. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing that Victoria Day may be uh, coming up for a name change with the uh, anti-colonialism Maybe. move that's taken over. As I, and, and I see there's already, I think it's Alberta, where there's a move to rename some school that's named after the late queen, as she's known here in Victoria. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how long this name's going to last. i got a feeling we may have to find another theme. I I don't think we'll give up the holiday weekend. Uh, don't get carried <laughs> no, away on the idea. We'll take the day, but we may find not the name. decide that we're commemorating something else, like, I don't know, maybe fairy line-up day for the Sunday Island. Well, that would be normally on a long weekend, right? This is the one that usually kicks off summer and is yeah. normally incredibly busy, but I got the sense that most people stuck close to home this weekend. You know, I was really encouraged by hearing the news report this morning and NW's reporting that there's no lineups at the ferry terminals. That no, no, uh, you're not supposed to travel unless it's essential. But it appears the public got the message, and appears the public, particularly on the island, but also people in the in Metro Vancouver who wanted to come to the island, all got the message and went, "Ah, there's going to be lineups. There, I'm going to get interviewed." Uh, I'll, I'll go some other time. Uh, it's hard to get uh, bookings on the island because a lot of the um, a lot of the tourist places, a lot of the hotels and motels would take bookings if you were from, come from away. So the really interesting thing about this, Simi, I'm sort of wondering this morning, what's going to be the reaction in the Premier's office? So Premier John Horgan kind of mixed things up last week when yes. he said, yeah, it's okay to go to a cabin, right? I mean, if you've got a cabin within your health region, you can go to that. And then Mike Farnworth went on NW with Mike Smith on um, I thought Friday about what you said, said, the janitor. You know, uh, you know um, maybe what the premier meant <laughs> was that it's okay to the go, go to the Gulf Islands. But wait a minute, to get to the Gulf Islands, unless you happen to own your own boat or aircraft, you're, you're going to take the ferry, and you're not supposed to take the ferry. So between the two of them, they managed to confuse people, I think. Certainly, uh, it was hard to sort out exactly what stay local meant. But the interesting thing is it did not produce a stampede of people going, oh, the Premier says it's okay for me to go to the Gulf Islands, so I'll go, uh, or the minister. Um, doesn't it, People kind of ignored them, which is encouraging, I find, since it has been very hard to get clear signals out of the politicians on what we're supposed to expect, although I think Dr. Bonnie Henry's been fairly clear and the guidelines are fairly clear. Yeah, that's true. And I'm assuming the circuit breakers then just expired at 12.01 this morning. Uh, or isn't it 12.01 tonight? Um, you see, there we go. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> so, you're right. So okay. the Premier said, okay, this you're is right. another issue, right? We're getting the big announcement on the rollout tomorrow. But again, trying to sort out exactly what we were told to expect. So the premier said that the circuit breaker rules will just be over at midnight tonight or 1201. And it'll be over on Tuesday and we're going to get a rollout. But again, Dr. Henry and Adrian Dix have been saying now, doesn't mean they're all going to be swept away immediately. Some of them are long running. The restaurant 
dining indoors rule does expire at midnight. But they, uh, Dr. Henry and Dix have been saying, oh, you know, there's going to be like a dimmer switch. This is not going to be flicking a switch and boom, all of the circuit breaker restrictions are over and all the other restrictions are over. So they've been, I think... Uh, by the standards that one can reasonably expect with something as complicated as this, fairly clear not to expect a transformation overnight. But the Premier said they're just going to be over. So I guess Mm. we'll have to just sit on the edge of our seat and wait and see what they're saying tomorrow. kidding. Uh, Let's talk about what else is going on. Let's talk about this Ferry Creek logging process that's happening because my understanding of this was that the Indigenous people in the area had asked the protesters to leave. And they didn't. Yeah. This one is a real mess for the New Democrats for several reasons. And first of all, let's start with the fact that that this is old-growth logging, which the government embraced the phase-out of old-growth logging. So, And they're being accused of not living up to what they themselves endorse. So that's problem one. Problem two is a lot of this is in the Premier's own writing. And I think the last thing you want is kind of this thing unfolding in your own writing if you're a politician. It's environmentalists versus logging again, jobs versus the environment. And, you know, the new Democrats, the premier comes from the jobs side of the NDP, but the party is increasingly urban and increasingly on the environmental protection side of the NDP. So there's three issues. And Sammy, you just mentioned the the element that's there this time that wasn't really there to the same degree in the showdowns over Mm -hmm. job versus logging in the 90s, which is First Nations. The First Nation there asked the protesters to leave. The premier, big sigh of relief, put out the letter, endorsed it. Uh, Well, they haven't left. And some members of that First Nation, the Pachidat, have have taken part in the protests. But here's another problem. The government can't just arbitrarily end logging on that land because it's traditional territory of a First Nation. The the government is committed to consulting First Nations and accommodating their interests. This is under this UNDRIP delegation that they adopted. They're committed to uh, consulting First Nations in depth, accommodating their interests, compensating them if necessary, before changing resource plans, resource development, things involving their land. So uh, even if Horgan wanted to bend to the protesters. He can't just do that. He's going to have to find a way through this because the arrests are mounting. What, 50 people already arrested, including um, legendary environmental protesters, Sabora Berman. Uh, it's, this isn't an easy one. This is a real political dilemma for the NDP. Yeah, so what, what are the next steps here? Well, Somebody said on the weekend, uh, look back to what the Harcourt government did back in the 1990s with this kind of thing, where they set up environment land use panels where everybody was represented on it. So they had environmental activists, they had First Nations, they had, you know, the forest industry and all that. And they said, look, like, have forums and work it out. Sort it out among yourselves. Try to come up with a consensus recommendation, see what you can produce. I, I don't know if that's available here. The, the sides are already pretty dug in. The logging company, and by the way, Teal Jones Logging Company, one of their mills is in Surrey in an NDP-held riding. So again, another issue. Logging company got an injunction. The police are doing what they're supposed to do, which is enforcing the injunction. The First Nation is saying, get out of our land. And the environmentalists are calling for volunteers to join them. So... 
this one is, is, as I said, it is really, it started last August quietly before the election, didn't get a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. It's now turning into, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes international. It's a real showdown. All right, I'm sure we'll be hearing more about it. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Sim. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun there. Yeah, so the restrictions that we're talking about when it comes to COVID-19 here in BC are set to expire midnight tonight. Uh, and we'll get an update tomorrow from the government about exactly what stays in place, what moves on. But there are a lot of questions about, you know, whether or not restaurants are going to be open and all of that. So stay tuned for more.